0: So this morning, I was having a conversation with one of our uh, clients on a coaching call and the topic of lead generation um, occurred. It's not uncommon (laughs) because for most organisations, lead generation is the lifeblood of any commercial organisation. Let's be frank, no leads, no chance of conversion, no money, um, not good state for any business. And this is especially painful um, for recruitment and staffing organisations because not only do they need to generate client leads and good client leads as well. These are leads where there's at least a sporting chance that you are going to be able to, uh, to, to find the ideal um, candidate for them and you will get paid by them within you know a a good time frame but also there is a need to supply um a steady stream of appropriate candidates too now in theory there are thousands of ways to generate leads and if you're planning for the long-term growth of your company it's it's possibly time to start thinking about okay so how can i Um, put these sort of like that my lead generation strategies into into different channels where where do I need to start how do I mine this so that's the topic of today's podcast because I'm going to share four specific channels you really need to nail next year if you're going to uh, generate the leads that you and your organization want to scale so let's get into it Welcome to the Recruitment, Marketing and Sales Podcast. An obsessive focus on marketing and sales is the only way to accelerate your agency growth. So listen in now as we share the latest strategies and techniques guaranteed to deliver you more placements and profit. Well, hi there, everyone. This is Denise from the Recruitment, Marketing and Sales Podcast And today we're talking lead generation... And we're talking channels of lead generation. Sometimes I think it's much easier if you can uh, look at the bigger picture as a way to set your set your strategy. We're going to get into that in just a short second. Um, if you're new here, welcome. Great to have you. Um, for the majority of our podcasts, if you head over to superfastrecruitment.co.uk, head over to the blog, you will see all the podcasts. And there is a transcription there if you are uh, somebody that prefers to read Um As I'm recording this, uh, we're we're sort of coming to the end of one year, ready to move into uh, another one, in fact, another decade. Um, I suspect you are thinking about your marketing and your marketing planning and what you're going to do. I am a great believer that you need to know where you are. Sometimes it can be very easy to rush in and think, right, I need to do this, this and this, but it's good to actually take a note and take stock of where you are. If you haven't done that, then download our checklist and uh, you can find it you find it on the website. There's, there's different links all over the place. Um, if you're on iTunes or whatever, when you pull up or you stop <laughs> listening to this, if you just Google superfastrecruitment.co.uk and then just put forward slash MCL, it will take you to through to a checklist. I'd say go old school, print it off and fill it out. There's one to 30 and it'll give you a sense check of where you are and it'll, it'll really identify um, where, where the gaps are. So lead generation As we enter a new decade, I think it will become critical, I don't think, but I know it is becoming more critical to embrace the old and the new while you build relationships and while you collaborate with other people to make sure that um, you're generating leads and the customer and in the recruitment and staffing case we're talking about our candidates and our clients is at the centre of everything that that you do. And, and you know, it's no surprise that huge organisations are putting customer care. Um, there's, a, there's a trendy phrase now, which I think I'll probably record another blog post on, called the flywheel. Keep saying that the, uh, what is it, that, um, that marketing funnels are dead and it's all about the flywheel. Marketing funnels aren't dead, it's about the two, but I think that's for a, another podcast. So what I want to talk to you to, uh, about today is four channels you really need to be thinking about when you are planning your marketing activities um, over the next sort of uh, year or two. And, And as I say, this is because, you know, marketing has changed and you need to just work with what you've got whilst you move forward. So let me start with number one. And number one, is one that often people miss. And it's the first thing that we say to people whenever they join Superfast Circle is, right, okay, and we give them a campaign. Here's a campaign for your lapsed clients. Now, this may be lapsed clients, it could be candidates. And also, we, we often call these the maybes. These are people that you didn't quite pull over the line. And it might be that. The time wasn't quite right for them. Um, Maybe, you know, a new manager came in, recruitment was frozen... Um, or a, a different manager came in and they didn't really know you. However, they've been working with another supplier and it's never quite worked. It could be a candidate that wasn't quite ready to move. Maybe they they were the one that you know stayed where they were, took a counter offer. Probably weren't, it wasn't right for them and have now seen the error of the ways. Or it could be somebody that you know you put a proposal in and it didn't quite work, and maybe they went with somebody else. So, you know, this is a real, real rich vein of uh, clients for you. Uh, And in fact, we've been talking to a really good client of ours today about this exact same topic. And um, they were talking about, you know, they really have almost exhausted um, their current uh, client base. They've been mining it for years and done incredibly well. But now they're sort of realizing, hang on a minute here. I think it's like, you know, ringing out the washing that, you know, actually, I don't think there's much here now. It's a similar thing that happens with people when they first start a business as well. Um, initially, all the business comes from referral. And then after they've, uh, they've, they've mined all that, there isn't an awful lot left. And they've had the heyday of, uh, of all those nice um, leads that have come into them. But suddenly the pot has become dry. So this is where, you know, you need to think about your lapsed clients, candidates, and um, those people that have, didn't quite say yes. Now, um, part of something that we teach our our students in Superfast Circle and clients that we work with is to really consider their follow-up process and how you follow these people up because they might not become lapsed clients then anyway, if you're following them up properly. But this is something that you need to consider. What strategy am I going to have around our lapsed clients and candidates next year? Because most people we talk to, they say... Oh gosh, yeah, we just realized we've got. I was talking to one of our lovely clients that realized they've got a database of 9,000 people that they just hadn't really been um, connecting with and contacting. And, you know, all of a sudden they send out a, our, our, we call it a reignite campaign and they've got client meetings, you know, popping up left, right and centre. So to think about um, what am I going to do next year? When it comes to lapsed clients, candidates and maybes, what strategies am I going to put in place to really, really work with this uh, with this key group? Now, I'm going to apologise. <laughs> it's normally the dog snoring. However, uh, today I am working from home and we live just off an estuary and it's just it's just you, know, you can just hear them. The geese are just can you hear that. It stopped now. Um but the geese are just sort of flying over and everything. Fantastic where we live. But anyway, I digress. I just thought I wanted to point that. Out. If you wondered, is there is there a child screaming in the background? No, it's the uh, the geese flying over over where we live. Now the next channel I want to talk about is strategic alliances. People often call them joint ventures. It might be referral partners, so so that would be one, again, that I think is, is under, underutilised in today's business environment. People are keen to network, they are keen to collaborate, they're keen to work together with people. We have a number of referral partners that we work with, one of whom is another recruitment trainer in a slightly different context to what to, to what we do. And it's thinking about, okay, so for me... As a recruitment business, who might a strategic partner be for me now, it could be a training company that might be something that you know somebody that you uh, you connect with, you work with you know career development, career coaching and um, everything we we often work with uh, with organizations that are very much aligned to training partners so it 's thinking about um, could this work for me would this work for me who else has uh, has my specific candidates and clients so who else has them? Who else could you partner with in such a way that you work synergistically together um, to be able to, you know, have a rich supply of leads? Now, these, it, 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 it's a great strategy to use because um, what happens is these people pop out. I always like to, I always make some salsa out of the blue. They're not out of the blue. You've done the work and you've built the networks for these people to come to you. But often it's something that... Um, Particularly recruitment business owners don't always think about, you know, it could be, have you got a certain trade association? What is it about your, you know, uh, local chamber of commerce that you could work with? So, So think about that channel. And how that might work work for you. Many people say, "Oh, no, 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 there isn't there isn't anybody I could work with." But I bet there is actually if you started to uh, started to think about it. So that is the other channel to consider because that that is where a lot of your ad hoc referrals are going to come from, um, and, uh, and it just might surprise you. Now, the final two are related. However, let me just talk about the one that people want to try and ignore these days, and that is outbound. Lead generation. Um, it's not sexy anymore. However, it still works like gangbusters. I, always, uh, I was reading an article once about, um, I don't want you to take any from this, but about Sarah Blakely, who actually was the innovator and developer of Spanx. Now, for some of the chaps listening to this, you may not know what Spanx are. Um, and uh, they, they help a woman look amazing. They're basically tight knickers that you put on and they sort of push everything in. And I love the story of, you know, uh, of her and how she built a business. And one of her key uh, accounts that uh, she managed to nail was through a cold call. So would you believe it, she actually got through to Nordstrom and quite a few others. Nordstrom is the one that everyone talks about because it's a massive organisation, retail organisation in the US. But but basically, she built her business through cold calling, as many people do. Now, the benefit in today's environment is that Cold calling isn't quite the same anymore, because you can create such brand awareness in the marketplace today, and often very, very inexpensively. That people, when you do actually ring them up, no longer is it's cold. It's ah yeah yeah I've seen your stuff on social media. Yeah yeah I've uh, you've got a YouTube channel, haven't you? Or ah yeah yeah I've I've been on your website. I've read your blogs. Um, I've seen the videos you post on LinkedIn. So remember, you know, brand awareness, people buy often people that they know, like and trust or people that they've at least seen. They may not have had a conversation with them, but, you know, at least they've been seen online. And this is something that most people forget so that oh I don't want to do like cold calling and I don't want to pick the phone up. But you know, it's, it's it's ironic for us because we have just expanded our team and Andy who is in our in our new new team. Yes, obviously inbound leads because our business is based on inbound leads, but because of the the way the market is changing, we absolutely wanted to bring somebody in who could actually leverage outbound too. So, you know, you need to have a strategy around your your outbound calls. And it could be also your outbound emails. You know, um, there's a number of great products online that you can buy and that you can subscribe to. Um, Sales Navigator is one, um, if you're thinking about client acquisition and and all the different LinkedIn products that you have. And there's there's obviously many, many different uh, pieces of software that you can use to, to grab emails and be able to talk to people. Um so you know your outbound outreach can be by phone it can be by email it can be by direct message on social media so that is the channel that you know if you're really smart about it next year will make a massive difference to you if you combine you know your your outbound marketing with the final one I want to talk about, which is inbound, obviously. And inbound marketing, very sexy, very trendy. Everybody wants to do it, particularly the millennials, because um, uh, that's what everyone says about them. Whether that's true or not, I really don't know. Um, it's not been my experience of, of millennials. But, you know, inbound marketing, it's much easier if you're pulling someone towards, towards you in a, in a very pleasant and positive manner. So, one of the things would uh, would be that you know you become a thought leader in your market. You you know value based marketing. A couple of blog posts ago, if you've not seen that one, I'll drop a link to it in the uh, in the transcription that we do of this podcast. Then go and go and check that out. People like value; they like to see that you actually know what you're doing. Uh, there was a fascinating report on social media Examiner about um, how CEOs. Um, reference thought leadership pieces online and what a difference that makes to them in uh, when they're actually choosing a supplier for them and their their organization obviously you know in the recruitment process as well a service provider so you know you need to think about that too so you know inbound lead generation is about people finding you online because of the content that you're sharing you know you can get their name and email address they're more likely then to you know they can come onto your email list or they come onto your messenger list and you can tick tack with them and then you can get on the phone and uh, and have a conversation with them so those are the channels to think about okay so if we want these channels full and we're going to really utilize them what are some of the things that we need to be be doing around you know what's the process around our laps clients you know if it comes to strategic alliances is there anybody that refers to us you know is there a training partner we could we can align with from an outbound point of view you know can we go and buy a uh, a direct mail email list that we could use for for emailing because you know GDPR is one thing but you know if you particularly if you're thinking about clients then uh, then that is something you could do you know you've got other software products and then finally you know you know inbound marketing what can you do to generate um Things that your clients and candidates would want. One of the things we do in Superfast Circle with our members is we, we provide them with a campaign in a box each month and um, that they can use. And this is, this helps them generate inbound, uh, inbound leads too. So hope that's been useful. Um, this is Denise saying, Bye for now. And before I go, if you would like support and help with your marketing, if you'd like to know some of the things to do, if you'd like to think, oh gosh, you know, she was talking about that Ignite campaign. I wonder what that involves. And I wonder if I could get access to it. Then, you know, do get in touch. Let's have a conversation. Let's see how we can help you. So this is Denise saying bye for now.